Uh, yeah, or I mean, or or is it better that you can see the contours of my face? You know, I'm just I'm maybe fishing for a compliment here, Ian, but I always see the contours of your face whenever I close my eyes. And there's the cold open. <laughs> you guys are making a podcast. for this so welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me ian harris and me graham jones and this is the episode this is the episode this is the podcast where we argue about our top three lists of a topic that nobody else has talked about and this week we are figuring out our top three fictional destination wedding locations we are we are why is why are we doing this uh we're doing this because we have nothing better to do with our time it allows us it allows us You're to stay connected today, as Ian. friends. Oh, and that, and that, yes. So this <laughs> today, if you were listening, right now. if you were listening to this on release day, today is my wedding day, which is which is nice. And I just need to throw it out there: we have recorded this in advance. So if people think we are podcasting like the day before, and I we edit this in a night, we haven't done that. We've done it before. We've done it before, but I, I feel like we're a little bit more uh, planning ahead with this one. Yeah, that's that's fair. I also feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like this is going to be the soundtrack to everyone getting ready in the morning, um, at least where we are. I, I mean, I'd hope, like, just guest wide. I should have put it on the fucking uh, wedding website. Yeah, I mean, there's still time. Yeah. I, Ian and Alex's wedding brought to you by the podcast nobody asked for. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about it. That would have gone well. Maybe I'll just do my wedding speech now and we could just <laughs> pump it back in at count as a download. This is true, I'll, yeah. I'll mime to it. Yeah. Full. Is it, was it Millie Vanilli? Uh, it, it depends on the question. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> I will full lip sync it like a bad pop star from the 80s, 90s. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Didn't I, fairly sure Beyonce did it at the Super Bowl. Um, a lot of... I know the Red Hot Chili Peppers pretended to play instruments live. Yeah. And yeah, Super Bowl stuff's always a bit weird. Because I know there's there there is stuff they do live and there is stuff they do like I know a lot of the singers do like their own backing vocals and shit. It just all gets right. it all all gets a bit complicated. Complex. Complex. But yeah, it's I still think I, I don't need, think we need to go through the running order. Basically, if this is anything past half two, I'll probably be drinking. Half two? We're having breakfast beers, Ian. Oh no, but I can't be. There is a there is a a, a legal obligation from two till half two, which uh, yeah. But you know, you've done worse we can't things. Be, drunk. We can't be going for it. But yeah, we could have. Uh, there's uh, say worse things. Worse worse things is a, is a is a bad way of framing uh, you getting married. Uh, you've done more um, irresponsible sounds bad as well. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm going to stop yeah. digging up. Good thing is, Alex doesn't listen to this. So, oh, no, uh... exactly. <laughs> so we're good. Should we... So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going with irresponsible. <laughs> so we have, um, technically, it's a destination wedding. Technically, yeah. It's not, I don't think it fits everyone's definition of uh, a destination wedding because you can drive down the M4 to it. But I am getting married in Wales, which is famously, some would say, another country. To be fair, though, if you were getting married in Russia, you could drive down the M4 to Moscow. Oh, so yeah. 
you know, and that would be a destination wedding. I mean, it would be a horrendous destination that's wedding. A, but it would that's be a, destination a deep wedding. cut to a previous episode where we discovered there was an M4 in Russia. <laughs> this is true. But also, I don't think desti- the definition of destination wedding, I don't think, is if you could drive there. No, well, because in theory, apart from like, wait, well, no, 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 I'm not saying that you can drive. I'm just suggesting that that would be a destination wedding because it's so far away. Therefore, you could also drive down the M4 to it, which means that driving to the, down the M4 doesn't mean it's not a destination wedding. Fair I'm enough. on your side. So, here, uh, really. what the what is the what is the radius you have to go over for it to count as a destination wedding? Are we saying destination weddings are entirely geography based, or is it distance based? Uh, I think if it's out of your normal commutable range, I would call it a destination wedding. So, out of a commutable range. Yeah, if you're if 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 you're gonna stay the night, I reckon I think that's that's probably if you, if you have to stay the night. Yeah, I think that would be the the line because I will stay the night at any wedding I can because it's easier. But that doesn't mean I would stay overnight at a wedding half an hour away from here. Yeah, I mean that is that is fair, and I have I have done similar. So it, it's a destination wedding is a wedding. There is a requirement for you a to stay. A requirement to stay the night even if you don't like the people getting married. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So we're we're agreed on the definition of a destination wedding. That's the important Yeah, I thing. think so. So yeah, but yeah, any any time between, you know, there's I'm assuming there's a lot of shaking hands. There's a yeah. lot of there's a speech, there's some legal shit. There's a band. We have a band. So that's going to be fun. Mm. Well, just quick interjection. I was listening to No Such Thing as a Fish yesterday. And they were talking about some tribe whereby uh, you shook hands by, <laughs> it was like one hand, one penis. Oh. Yeah. So don't do that. Well, I mean, unless, you know, that's in in your culture. I, I don't I don't think that's a South Walian thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a Pacific Island yeah. thing. So, um, but, you know. Okay. So. No judgment here. Not shaking hands. More of the yeah. the palm on palm traditional contact method. Yeah. Well, the the Neil Diamond approach, right? Hands. Oh, fuck off, Graham. Touching hands. <laughs> we. Oh, actually, you know, I know this is a wedding episode, but fuck it, let's talk Reaching about our. Out. Let's talk about our beautiful relationship. Uh, Touching me. You recovered from Sunday yet? Uh, yes, I, I am. I am fully back in the land of the living. Um, uh, I haven't recovered from paying £13.50 for a single pint in a plastic cup. That that I don't think I will ever recover from. But yeah, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I had to retire mid-gig, which I've not done ever. We met at, mid, we met at midday, uh, went to the Ravens-Titans game at Tottenham, uh, found, uh, for want of a better way of... Actually, no, it's a great way to phrase it. Luckily found a back way into Seven Sisters and <laughs> then <laughs> went to see Funeral for a Friend at the Roundhouse. Mm. I believe it was a ten-pointer. Graham it disappeared was. off into the, the mosh pit, never to yeah. be seen again. <laughs> but I left, you, I left you my hat as a sweet yeah, memento. A hat which doesn't fit me, so I had to carry it. <laughs> it was a proper... Uh-oh. I know it was a raven, but it was a proper white elephant of a hat for me. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I mean, I tried. I was just, I got to the point, I was knackered. I went and got a 
Coke and a water. I sat outside. I took a long, hard look at myself and decided that it would be better to get on the tube <laughs> and try and get back into the uh, into the um, into the gig. I saw most of it. I think half oh, of it. You, you saw no two thirds. You 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 you. So it's Funeral for a Friend playing their first album in its entirety. For anybody listening to this who is a Funeral for a Friend fan, feel very old because it was the 20th anniversary of that album, which I am yeah. not okay with. Um, you made it three quarters of the way through that album. Okay. And then I th- and there was obviously a little bit after. Did they play Streetcar? They did. Oh, that's annoying. Streetcar, Roses for the Dead. Um, I had to leave during the last song because I had to. I had to get my train. Yeah, which which is okay. Like, I, I'm still not quite used to living somewhere where I have to factor that in. Well, I mean, I had to get a bloody cab home the other night when we went to the off-menu recording because the trains were buggered. Oh, we also did that. We did do that. Yeah, we live an exciting life on this Wednesday episode. We do. Wait, not just now. Always in. Always. Always. Off-menu was great. Off menu was very uh, good. Yeah, Ellis James. The best part of off menu is that before we went, so I was up in Scotland the day before we went to off menu with uh, my other half and her parents, and I told uh, my other half's mum that we, the reason we had to get back on um, Monday morning was because that evening I was going to the Royal Albert Hall for a podcast recording, and she thought. It was our podcast that was being recorded. (laughs) If only. (laughs) We'll get a live episode in one day. We will. It'll be a very meta topic of films that should be done live or something like that. Yeah. Like they used to do those episodes of The Bill live. Do you remember those? Oh, fuck. That was a huge thing at one point. (laughs) I'm sure they did a a Corrie. They did uh, two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. Okay. Um, Was that the order in the... um... Oh, bloody hell, I was going to say Queen Vic, but that's EastEnders. In the... Rover's Return. Rover's, the ro- okay. What was the Woolpack? Is that Emmerdale? Yeah. Nice. And the, that dodgy strip club in Hayes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's... Uh, I've, I've never been there, so I'm just assuming it's an Emmerdale-themed strip club. An Emmerdale-themed strip club? That's a hell of a fucking... Yeah. I, w- I was going to go for a joke about Dingles. <laughs> <laughs> which is the only Emmerdale-related thing I can think of, and I'm not that confident about it either. They were the hard family, right? Which is a weird thing to say when they said they was Dingle. But it was, right? Uh, the, the rough around the, the edges. rough around the edges. Yeah, I think Part so. of gold, but definitely every one of them had killed someone family. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Dingles. Weddings, then. Anyway, weddings. Mm. So, in honour of the fact you could be listening to this while... I'm being nuptialed. Is that the term? I'm being nu- uh, nupted? Nupped? It sounds... You're, you're making it sound more sexual than I believe it is, but yeah, let's go Let's go with it. Are you going to walk down the aisle to, to this? It's this to part where I'm saying, are you going to walk down the aisle? Yeah. I mean, actually, technically, you don't walk down the aisle, do you? You just kind of stand there looking like a lemon. Well, I have to walk um, down the aisle at some point. Yeah, there's, not just, there's just not a lot I of could, ceremony. Okay, I, right. could, I could carry you. There we go. Then I want I want you to carry me down the aisle. <laughs> okay, to this specific part of the podcast. Perfect. Look at us go. Look at us go. I did. Uh, I fought and lost to have um, part of our ceremony to the song "Do You Want to Taste It" by Wigwam, which is the theme tune to Peacemaker. Nice. Do you really want 
It's just fucking great. But lost lost that battle. To to be fair, still a very good song, which you will see in well, you might have already seen, depending when. I don't know why we're phrasing this episode as if we're addressing it to one specific person listening to it. But <laughs> you might have already seen it by the time people are listening to this. And it's and it's great. There'll you be, might have. There'll be yeah. videos, because of course there is. It's a wedding, that's how those work. But yeah, so once you've carried me down the aisle to the podcast, <laughs> are we recording the best man speech to release as a bonus episode? Are there top three lists? Yeah, why not? Ah, well, there'll be one included. I have the bare bones. I weirdly was um, my my son was keeping me up at about three, four o'clock this morning because um, he has a cold, and I was going over. Like I was kind of like mentally writing all of the bits of the the speech in my head. Um, so it was a it was a productive part of um, yeah product. What's what's the word when you can't sleep? Why can't I think of that word? Insomnia. It was productive insomnia. Pro- productive insomnia sounds like a self help book. Mm. It does, yeah. Or um, a Darren Ar- Darren Aronofsky movie. Or something like Primer, like something really weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we'll do, we'll, maybe we'll do a Patreon for it. Or we'll just have a very... Uh, we, we can't do uh, Day Before Future Ian because I would not be editing the podcast. <laughs> Penultimate Wedding Day. Because <laughs> if Alex were to randomly listen to this episode and find out that had happened, my married life would be over really quickly. Don't get me wrong. She loves that I have a hobby. She's really supportive yeah. of, of the podcast and what we're doing and things like that. But if she finds out I was doing it on our wedding day, she would not be happy. <laughs> I feel like we can at least maybe record a couple of bits that we can drop oh, into that... future episodes. Like, just a, vo- a voice note or two. That we could do, or, or as like a little bonus future Ian, future Graham. Or soon. Yeah, we'll we'll make so. it work. Or technically it would end up being a past, because it would be dropped in, in a future episode. Right. Anyway. We we we're getting weddings, so uh, yeah. yeah. We're completely off the topic of weddings. I I don't know if you remember. I texted you the other day. That does that does not narrow it down, Graham. <laughs> uh, I I said that I'd I'd yeah, oh, yes! something. Um, your um, your obnoxiously middle class thing. <laughs> right. What have you done? Do we need a middle class jingle? But I don't know what it would be. Partridge shooting, wine investments, farmers market, national trust membership. Middle class moment of the week. So, what have you done? Do you want to do you want to take a guess, or do you want me to just have have in the spirit of threes, have three guesses as to what you think I've purchased? And can, um, can I get a can I get a ballpark? Uh, Fenway. Cool, thanks. That's helpful. Um, <laughs> Clothing. There you go. Uggs. No, I don't think Uggs aren't middle. Uggs are chav. You have a is it, is it a gile? You bought a Chile. Yeah. Is this a Chile? You bought okay. I bought okay. I bought a, a Patagonia Chile. Oh, I like how that was my second choice, just based off of middle class clothing. And I I, I kind of love it, Ian. That's, it's okay. You just you just have to embrace who you are now. Yeah, living in your cottage <laughs> with in, living in a cottage with a Volvo. It sounds like an Alan Partridge. Uh, it speech. does, yeah, yeah. 
I told you before, right? When we've I've got into uh, gig attire, shall we call it? Rips jeans, band t-shirt, and ready to go out to inevitably come and meet you at some venue in somewhere in London. And um, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it was something like, "Look at you trying to trying to act like you're twenty again when you're a dad and you own a Volvo." <laughs> I remember you saying that because you were you were borderline distraught while also finding it really funny. Yeah, because it's absolutely true. Was it like something you're going to go to meet? You're going to go and meet Ian, play like your twenty year olds. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. And then you'll come home to your Volvo and your child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which is fine. I, I'm um I, I would happily take a Volvo. Don't get me wrong. I love my Astra that I am eighty percent sure is going to make it to the wedding day. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just I, I I thought you'd like to like to hear that you know purchase on on air. And that was Graham's middle class moment of the week. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a thing now, isn't it? Oh, I'll bring 100%. it. I'm I'm gonna I'll bring it to Wales. You can uh, you can oh, stroke, look forward to it. You can stroke my gilet. Patagonia. <laughs> so, in the spirit of keeping things to a strict timetable, as today being the wedding day, is going to have to be. I think it's time for the movie recommendation nobody asked for. It is. And this week, Ian, it's yours. I, uh, I assume you guys are here for a movie recommendation. No, thank you. Nah, I'm fine. Nah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm alright, actually. Thanks, nah, no, it's all right. I'm fine. No, it's alright. I'm fine. It's all right. Yeah, that's alright. Fuck off. Obviously, I was going to pick a film that prominently featured a wedding. Mm -hmm. there, there were lots of choices. Some had multiple weddings, some up to four, and some other life events in. However, I have instead gone for the true meaning of a movie recommendation nobody asked for, because this is a film I will keep recommending to people, regardless of whether they asked it or not, because I don't think enough people have actually seen it. This is the third in a horror movie series. Okay. Bride of Chucky? No, but that would have been a good shout. Um, is there still a wedding angle to it, or is it completely? Very wedding-based. Okay. Most, I, I, I think the first third is found footage from a wedding video. VHS? No. So it is Wreck 3 Genesis. Okay. So the follow-up to Wreck and Wreck 2, obviously, that's generally what Wreck 3 means. And the first part of the film is exactly the same as the first two in that it is told from the point of view of, like, cameras. Specifically, a videographer's camera at a wedding. And then it gets about halfway through the film and someone smashes the camera. And then it goes to a traditionally shot film. Oh, yeah. I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Good film. It's fucking great. It, it's set like entirely it is the same outbreak but entirely different characters so like a side quill or something like that and i had a lot of fun with it and nobody ever fucking talks about it more more movies should do that like yeah. the you especially obviously it doesn't work for everything right where a movie is very isolated but where there's a big global event like what the fuck was going on yeah. with you know, during Geostorm with like... That, obviously, 
That was exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> Geostorm told from an angle of someone just like waking up in the morning. Either that or like uh, like the weather presenter at GMTV. And they're having to try and, like, how how do we tell the people about this? Someone frantically 3D printing a logo for Geostorm yeah. uh, to put on there. Was it this morning that had the, the British Isles on the Thames? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the dude used to, like, jump across it and then he f- yeah. fell in once, or at least once. Classic British TV banter. Classic. Um, if, um, if, if you don't want to watch a film about a zombie wedding well it's not a zombie wedding but zombies at a wedding which I guess ultimately could be a zombie wedding because you could have a zombie officiant by the end of it anyway I digress if you don't want to watch that any other recommendations so I was trying to think of other things that were kind of wedding related yeah. and the one that popped to mind immediately is obviously uh, wearing white yeah as I will be doing on the day. As well, all I haven't told my partner, but you're supposed to. Everyone's supposed to wear white. Right? We're all we're all in white. Yeah. We're like the um, all in white. I want to say Liverpool 1996. Uh, the the FA Cup team. That's too deep a cut and too football for me. <laughs> there was like FA Cup final, and they all had these awful uh, white suits. Um, I'll find it. White suits. We, I was weirdly talking about this the other day. White suits do get a bit too much of like a Miami Vice vibe for me. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it was Liverpool '96. Why do I know that? But sometimes I why I don't remember why I've walked into a room. Was that the era where all sportsmen wore really ill-fitting suits? Yeah. Oh, like which is so which is the main baggy. thing I learned from the Last Dance. Yeah, yeah. And it's on. Um, I'm just watching the new Beckham documentary on Netflix. And they've uh, like the England team rocking up to uh, France '98 in these like really baggy suits that just look ridiculous. Fuckers. Anyway, everyone's wearing white. Whites for weddings. Weddings. Film. So I thought, what film features people wearing a lot of white? And I thought, right. Black Clansman. Again, you're still you're 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 in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're in my brain. No, not Black Klansman. Um, and hopefully there is... I haven't explicitly said this to you, but in your wedding speech, please, no references to the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Midsummer. Rewrite, damn it. Yeah, Midsummer. Lots of white dresses. Yeah. Lots of white tunics. It's a celebration, if you will. Um, and also a, a good guide of how not to throw a wedding party. I have spoken to our caterers mm. and I have been assured there is going to be no pubes or period blood in any of the food. That is that is good to know. Also, um, a, a good guide of how not to uh, consummate. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's a fuck shack on um, the wedding venue grounds. A little old place where we could get oh, together. Yeah. It's called the Fuck Shack. Fuck Shack, baby. I don't know why I've, I went full Jeremy Clarkson fuck with that. Fuck Shack, baby. It's the Fuck Shack. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's actually the sex tape of Shaquille O'Neal. Nice. Thanks. Nice. Um, but yeah, so no sex wailing songs or anything no. like that. So at least, at least that I'm aware of. And hopefully not, because that is a... Weird fucking scene. But yes, Midsummer. It is a weird fucking scene. It's a weird fucking scene. God, we're funny. <laughs> and on that, note, on that note, of us being hilarious and talking about my wedding, uh, the first choice 
of fictional destination wedding locations is yours. It is. It's mine. All mine. So, I was thinking destination where you were talking about this at the beginning right places where you might want to go is it geography is it far away does it you know does the weather need to be nice apparently not because we're going to wales it's it's a fair cop i was thinking about okay well one of the things you want is like beautiful scenery which you know when you can see it in wales absolutely agree it's a lovely place i have got photos of snowdonia from the top where it is just white (laughs) beautiful clouds yeah stunning clouds stunning but yeah i was thinking okay so what are some of like the if we were really to think about some of the most beautiful landscapes in cinema where would that be and this is a this is a left field choice for me because i didn't think i'd ever pick anything in association with this movie franchise because i hate it but i'm gonna go with pandora the fictional navi planet from the avatar series but most, in most particularly, the Pandora that you experience on the Disney Animal Kingdom ride, because that is the best thing that Avatar ever did, and it's amazing, and I would do it, God knows how many times. And that should all—that's all Avatar should be—is that ride and nothing else. Take me a word picture of this ride. I've never been on it. So you kind of there's about five kind of like motorbike looking things in a row. So you kind of sit on the motorbike as if you were kind of like tronning it. So you're kind of like, you know, quite flat, head up, massive, like screen, not as big as the sphere, but sphere-like um, in terms of the immersiveness of the screen in front of you. And uh, you're on one of those dragony bastard things and you're flying through all of Pandora, but the sinking of the movements and it feels like you're actually doing all the flying and everything, whereas it's not yeah. a full on roller coaster. So you you might be okay because I know you're a bit of a wimp when it comes to roller coasters, but you, there's no rails or anything. You're just it's speed powered by gravity, Graham. There's not much from you and death. I stand by it. The well, normal so... response to a roller coaster should be fear, excitement, fear. Um, but anyway, it's not a it's not a full on roller coaster. It's more of like a um, I don't know what you'd call it an experience but it's fantastic so it's like an air sim- a glorified like one of those simulators used to get like fucking duck yeah. sweat or something but like massive dialed up to the nth degree it is a jacked um, air simulator it is it is jacked so yeah I think that's um, I, th- I think it would be yeah I think it would be it's a, it's a nice looking place uh, I, and I guess I'll, I'll put this question to you seeing as you're the one getting married um Assuming you're getting married on Pandora. Assuming you're getting married. I hope so. At this point, it's a bit too Uh, late to fucking back out now. Well, you know, it is and it isn't. Um, Well, well, it is because we'd have to do a whole new episode. Yeah, we don't have time for that. Who's got time for that? uh, Yeah, so assuming you were getting married on Pandora, would you want to be Ian plus your um, fair lady? Or would you want to be in your avatar Navi form? Okay, I'm just Googling something quickly. Time to Google. We do Navi from Avatar have is. Because they have sex with their horses with their hair. I I mean, it's a weird fucking film when you break it down, isn't it? (laughs) They don't. 
they don't have sex with horses, but what they use to ride horses, they also use to fuck each other. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit odd. We're just riding the horse. I'm just riding and latching into its emotions on a, on a level unfamiliar with humans. <laughs> with my weird tentacly hair. Sting would love that. If Sting could have sex through his hair, Sting, Sting, love it. Sting could ride a horse for hours. That's what. That's all I'm saying. Tantric horse riding. Tantric horse riding. Anyway, um, Nave can't have beards, and I look. Okay. I think an eight foot tall me would look weird anyway. An eight foot tall blue me would look en- weird anyway. Let alone not having a beard. Fair. Although I would say that the other the Navi of whoever the guy is that's the main character in Avatar doesn't actually look anything like him. That, that's true, but then, like, the Sigourney Weaver one looks, like, worrying like her. Or, so I've seen from the trailers, because I have not watched the new one yet, because it's three hours plus long, and I don't really want to. Even though, apparently, it's quite good. But also, people said that about the first one, and I don't believe them. Yeah, yeah because I agree. Plus, a, plus a bearded thing, it, you'd just look a bit Papa Smurfy, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Jacked Papa Smurf. Jack's Don't get stuff. me wrong, which, yes, is something I will be putting into an AI image generator as soon as we're <laughs> off this. Fuck it. I'm going to do it um, now while you're talking. Excellent. Um, so then, I guess, if if you don't go down the um, Avatar route, you'd have to wear one of those exopack things to breathe. So there's a trade-off here between, like, the you know, your aesthetics of you as a wedding party versus the aesthetics of Pandora as a blissful paradise in which to um, which to get married. And, and actually, to be fair, like, whilst it does look quite nice and lush and everything, there's quite a lot of, like, shit trying to kill you, isn't there? Um, yeah, but, like, oh, you could get married in... Um, sorry, all the AI stuff of Jack's Papa Smurf is coming through and they're really fucking weird. Um, <laughs> You could get married in one of like the me- like the the mech, the mech suit. things. Yeah, true. Like obviously, I I don't know the legality of that, and I'm also not sure if asking um, our registrar would be appropriate. But we'll see. Yeah. So some of the known species that you might run into, and maybe you could, you know in lieu of a wedding car you could you could uh, take one of these or perhaps um you know some people have alpacas at their wedding you could have a couple of uh, viper wolves because they sound fun um a viper wolf there's mountain banshees great leno <laughs> he doesn't he's not very smurfy though is he because he's he's not blue yeah he's so the the ai image generator has made his beard blue um, and that's it. So I don't know if there's... Uh... Yeah, and I'm not going to search this on Google because there is a 100% porn of it. Without a doubt. And I don't want to um, fight that. I'll be honest, Graham. Um, after a conversation about Smurf porn, I think we were talking about uh, Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen rather than Avatar. Mm. I have Googled Smurf porn and it is a thing and it's very, very weird. Uh, let's put it this way, shall we? It's a little bit of uh, it, it Smurfs running a train on Smurfette and then Gargamel turns up. These are all people painted uh, with blue body paint, which can I, can only be described as not holding up. Is it quite... Um... Oh, God, it's, what's his name? It, it, 
Smurfs to the very Smurf of me. Googling, you can put the fucking jingle in. Time to Google. Um, is it is it quite Tobias Funke? It is a bit, yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. It's so fucking weird. Do you remember when there was pterodactyl porn? That was a thing that went round once. No, I remember there was the Reddit subreddit of uh, Dragon's Fucking Cars. Oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that has reminded me, though. We have had this exact conversation before. I think, <laughs> as with everything we do, it ended <laughs> with Dragon's Fucking Cars. Fair. Anyway, before I interrupted with jacked Papa Smurf, um, mm. you, you were saying animals. Animals, yeah. Okay, so... I don't know what any of these are. I'm going to read out a few. You're going to pick one that you're going to turn up to the ceremony on in lieu of a wedding car. Uh, and then you're going to pick one that um, you're going to have like as a, like the fun alpacas with the bow ties okay. on. But um, right. So your, your choices are mountain banshee, a storm beast, Than- Thanator, hammerhead, Titanothere, a viper wolf. Are these animals or are they potential wedding bands? <laughs> they all sound like bands. They do, yeah. A viper wolf or a Tolkien. A Tolkien? Tolkien. I- I'll take a Tolkien. That sounds adorable. Are you... And I don't know what this is until I click on it. Are you, ri- are you riding Tolkien or are you, uh, are you petting Tolkien? Am I riding Tolkien? <laughs> Um, I will ride Tolkien. Uh, you see, that was very um, forged in a fire. It will cut. It's, okay, so Tolkien is Tolkien um, will kill. Okay, you could probably ride this. You'd just be very wet. It, uh, it helps. Believe- it helps the hair connect better. Um, the Tolkien is a large, intelligent marine species native to the o- oceans of Pandora. Um, it looks. Oh, it's just. Uh, it's just a have fucking, you found one? Is it just a fucking space whale? Uh, it's kind of like a space whale, yeah. Like in um, Final Fantasy X. Oh yeah, the he's, fucking. He's like dad's a whale or something. His, his right? dad's a giant seal demon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're. You, I think that's a good choice because I don't think I think that will. You know, you you'll get damp, but um, you'll get there. Do you, do you want a refresher on who's going to be in the petting zoo? Sturm, you... Sturm beast, because it sounds Sturm very beast, very Rick and Morty. Uh, so Sturm beast is the larger buffalo-like herbivore. Another good choice. It's not going to eat your guests. Um, which is a plus. S- serves as the main sources of animal products for the navi. Um, so I guess. Maybe you could have like a Sturm Beast milking section and we could make Sturm Beast cheese as favours to, to go home. <laughs> you know, my favourite part of that, Graham, the use of the word we. <laughs> well, I, I like to think I'm, you know. <laughs> so after, after we've got married on Pandora. Um, <laughs> so do, do you see this wedding as... Mental, yes. Yeah. The, the key question to me is, it, am I getting married in a tree or am I getting married in a man-made structure on Pandora? You're getting married in, in amongst the, the luscious vegetation of Pandora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 
Interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 kind of like one of those. It's 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 the intergalactic version of getting married in like the Maldives. Um. What what part of that is funny to you, Ian? It was just, I just like that on this podcast regularly, we become the only people to compare something to something else. And <laughs> Fair enough. Pandora is like an intergalactic Maldives. Bravo. We are the only people, or you are the only person ever, apart from me just then, to have used that phrase. I think it's accurate. Nice. Yeah. And also, the ride's better than the movies. Go to Animal Kingdom. Nice. Bob Iger, your money. Do you have to plug your hair into the ride at Animal Kingdom, or is it not that uh <laughs> It's not that realistic. At least when I went, it, it hadn't got to that level of realism. But okay, good who know. knows what those crazy, crazy cats at Disney have got up to since then. So! My choices... <laughs> That's the most Ray Winston you've ever sounded. So! Um... <laughs> My choices, so I have kind of based these off of, so while planning my wedding, I read a book called, it's called Man Up. Get it? Nice. Because one thing I've learned from planning a wedding is the wedding industry to men is incredibly patronising and generally assumes we don't want anything to do with any of the wedding process or anything like that. So that's a fun thing to combat that I was seen as like the marvel that I actually gave a shit. But while reading this book, it came up with the or it mentioned before you start planning, you should each pick like guiding principles for yourself, which are like the key things you want from the wedding. And then it helps you yeah. with prioritizing what things are and what you really want and things like that. So my ones, obviously, were food, beer, and music slash party so nice good food good drink and i want it to be uh uh if we're going ray winston a bit of a knees up <laughs> so in picking mine, some chaz and dave chaz and dave so in picking mine i have picked ones which kind of fall into these categories and i i was actually i wasn't going to do this one now but it, it it falls quite nicely from pandora because i was trying to think of where a good like fictional party takes place and mm -hmm. not just that but somewhere that has an incredible like surrounding area maybe a bit kind of you know like pandora in amongst the trees a bit rustic a bit tree housey a bit forest moon of endor so i have gone for the ewok village from return of the jedi nice the ewok village obviously home of the ewoks thus the name it just looks like a really nice place unless you're a stormtrooper yeah. unless you're a stormtrooper and the fact that they've definitely eaten the stormtroopers but you get nice little and you know i don't know where the morals sit on petting an ewok but there's little ewoks around that's a bit of a talking point you're in a like a huge yeah. like treehouse village that's a great thing accommodation is sorted out true the food seems to be fruit or stormtrooper so it is going to be a bit of a a, a fruit-based meal from the looks of it but i'm assuming there's fucking uh animals on endor we could eat and then we get the party and i don't know if you remember so the end of return of the jedi yeah 
is one of the scenes that they've changed in the special editions. Okay. And they've changed it to a bit more of a montage where you see everyone celebrating and the music is like an orchestral, quite uplifting thing. Originally, there was an Ewok song, complete with lyrics. Nice. The lyrics are mental. So the song goes something along the lines of Yubnub, E-chop Yubnub, Ato Mito, Peachy Keen, Knup Doc Flinging, Aha! What a e chop ya hey? It's cool that they managed to um managed to get Alan Partridge to guest on it though. Yeah, yeah. Yup nub. Aha! <laughs> the Alan Partridge Ewok, who rarely comes up on this podcast, but we've mentioned him twice already. <laughs> so that scene is a huge part of my childhood. And I'd completely forgotten about the original song. Yeah. Like, I am I am going to send it to you now for okay. your your perusal, your listening um, pleasure. Are you? Um, is is this on the uh, playlist for uh, the actual wedding? Oh. Uh, a song I am going to mention later is. Yeah. Are you planning to have? Uh, is is the band at your wedding going to have instruments made out of the um, bodies of your enemies? I'm hoping so. Okay. I've cool. mailed their addresses. It's if they can track them down in time. Perfect. If you had to make a drum kit out of people you knew. <laughs> Who yeah. would it be? <laughs> I don't think I can answer that. That's fair. Just on the off chance they get found as a snare drum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's the Prime Ministers of the novel, over and over again. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, I mean it is it's quite upbeat. There's some good it's a some song. good dancing. Yeah. So we get we get a party, we get a dance, we get yep. a bit of a story. The photos would be fucking incredible from there as well, because like lots of natural like firelight. Yeah, uh, torchlight rather, and things like that. And so, it's, it's, you, you you spoke about petting Ewoks earlier. Um, yeah. Do we do we not feel that this is maybe slightly exploitative? Is there? I guess they've built villages, so yeah, that's fair. We shouldn't pet Ewoks. That's that'll be the next Patreon mug. Never pet an Ewok. Never. You shouldn't pet Ewoks. Fair. Because never pet an Ewok sounds like a warning. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's kind of it's not gremlinsy, isn't it? It's not that they'll bite. It's the fact yeah. they are sentient creatures. Mm. So we shouldn't. So another slight issue with the Ewok village on the Forest Planet of Endor is that we know it has fairly poor security because of the the whole stormtrooper invasion. Whilst they eventually won, you don't kind of want that happening. That's going to put a dampener on the day. Uh, well, no, but that was a long time ago. Where was it? It was a it was a galaxy far far away. Okay, but yes, we will have to hire a third party security firm. Who who who? I don't know. Possibly people from another Star Wars themed choice. I had. I did toy with Jabba's barge. Okay, yeah, that'd that be could quite be fun. an interesting destination wedding yeah. of just flying through the desert on a on a giant like sail ship, basically. Yeah, and you know, if 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 guests get too rowdy. Into the Sarlacc pit. Chuck him into the Sarlacc pit. It's cracking. It's not cracking, no, it's a Sarlacc. It's more like a big worm. It does. I would say a Sarlacc is closer closer to a sand kraken than it is a sand one. Uh, The worst, I just hate it when you get. That's why I don't like going to the beach. It's sand kraken. Oh, there's nothing worse than the the, the chafing from a sand (laughs) kraken. Follow up to the follow up to the follow up. What would you fucking Ewok? <laughs> That's the next mug, and the answer is <laughs> yeah. 
again, never. Never fuck an Ewok. Well, they don't blink, do they? No, the, <laughs> the, the cold, hard eyes of an Ewok. They just stare at you. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Yub nub. Uh, what made you go Endor over Kashyyyk? Um, but it's solely the party. It is the celebration scene from Return of the Jedi. You're saying that the, the Wookiees can't party? I'm not saying Wookiees can't party. Wookiees can party with the best of them. But the party scene from... Because I think them in the special editions, yep. I think they've now chucked in a scene of Kashyyyk celebrating. Probably. And I'm fairly sure, like, all of the, it's, it seems to be very crowdy, rather than, like, nice rustic party. So for me, it seems to be more Ewok village. Like, Kashyyyk sounds like a great honeymoon location. Yeah. But for a, for a wedding, I think, I, I think uh, Forest, Forest Moon of Endor is a, is a little bit more quaint. Fair we enough. Can, we can get ready in a destroyed shield bunker. Yeah. Turn up in, the question is whether you turn up to the ceremony in, on the speeder bike. Or on the fucking chicken walker thing. What, one each, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I do like the noise of... A lot of the Star Wars sound effects are, like, ingrained into my psyche. Yeah. Like, regardless of what happens... Are you thinking of, like, the films... Panic and Ewok noise? No, the uh, the speeder bike noise. Oh, the speeder bike, yeah. Like, the whoom noise from them. But the, the like... Panic and Ewok noise is fantastic as well. Like, it's like a screaming Ewok. Graham, you know what I'm going to ask you. Go on. I can't do it. I, 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 I need you to at least try. No. Is it just like the Whoa! noise? Yeah, kind of like that. But it's a bit more like... Maybe that's my new career. <laughs> just, just... Imitating making, making, Yeah. I, I, am, I am Britain's leading Ewok imitator. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that there's probably a gap in the market for it. I think so. I think so. So, just a couple of bits around the uh, the Forest Moon of Endor. Some points of interest that people might want to go and see whilst they're there. Uh, Death Star's shield generator. Yep. General Sundula's camp. The Imperial Turbo Blaster outpost. You've got Platform 4, which is apparently a point. I don't know about Platforms 1 to 3. And then also Research Station 9. So, um, yeah. Good some nice them. flora. There's um, some orchids there. Matt Berry, um, <laughs> which is just Matt Berry, but spelled exactly the same as the uh, as as toast. And then oh, just, just Matt Berry wandering around Endor as a plant. We're gonna go same question. So we'll put the speeder bikes aside. Here's some animals that are native to. Um, Forest Moon of Endor. Forest Moon of Endor. Well, my, I was like native to Ewok, and they're not because it's the Ewoks aren't the name of the, the place. Um, one to turn up on, one to pet, and obviously you're not petting an Ewok. So there's a Blurg, there's a Bordock, a Condor Dragon, a G a G Jaw, and a Krulock. I mean, a Condor Dragon sounds like a fucking Harley or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Are we uh, turning up on a Condor Dragon? Let's turn up on a Condor Dragon. Why not? We'll have to imagine what a condor dragon looks like because there's there's not a lot of information on them. For the picture I can see, it looks like a velociraptor with wings. Okay, well that's that that sounds fun. Why not? And then what are we petting? Not Ewoks. No, not Ewoks. Uh, the first one was a blurg. A blurg. A blurg. Let's go for a blurg. Blurg. A blurg. Again. Oh. Uh, oh. 
you'd you'd recognize a blurg. They're in um they're in the Mandalorian a lot. Non sentient reptiles. Oh, those things. Yeah, they're like space hoppers, basically. Yeah, I think I think they'd be all right in a petting zoo. Put a little bow tie yeah. on. Them. They look pettable. They do. Cool. Well, I'm glad we've you know sorted out filling out sword. this filling out this wedding petting zoo, which is a weird thing for us to talk about. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. That's that's. It's rustic. Hell of a party. We get our yub nubs on. I don't ever waggle your eyebrows at me again after saying yub nubs. Look me in my unblinking eyes when I say yub nub. I've gone for, again, this is another one that is um, very much based upon the uh, kind of surroundings. Um, I guess it's it's similar to Pandora. It's also a bit similar to the forest moon of Endor and um, the Ewok village because it's Nice and green and lush again. Really, really beautiful scenery. And I think another important part of this is um, just like how peaceful this place will be. So I am going to go with, I'm going to pronounce it correctly, Rivendell, the city of the, or it's a settlement um, of the elves in the Lord of the Rings. If if you had mispronounced it. Mm. I would have demanded that you winged the entire choice of Riverdale. <laughs> well, Sabrina could go. Uh, Sabrina could go, yeah. Uh, Archie could go. <laughs> and then Sabrina could use her magic to take us to Middle-earth, to the land of the elves. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I think if if I think about all of the places in Middle-earth, in particular in the the Lord of the Rings movie franchise, there isn't really a place as... as quite as stunning as uh, Rivendell. I think you would agree. I, I agree. And uh, yeah, you, you know, Elrond, he could officiate. Galadriel could um, spin the tunes. I assume she likes spinning tunes. That and and having sex with mortal men. That was, uh, that was Arwen. Arwen, sorry. Arwen, Gla- Galadriel... I yeah, believe is is solely just fucking other elves. I thought Galadriel had a thing for Aragorn as well. Or am I making no, that? No, up? I don't think so. Who did, did she? She, she, the... she definitely had a bit of a flame for uh, for Gandalf. Ah, his, maybe that's and his, it. And his, and his wizarding staff. Uh, yeah, but it was no, just, uh, just. Yeah, no, you're right. It is Arwen, and Arwen will spin spin the wheels of steel and have sex with mortal men. Um, you know why? Galadriel would have liked um, Gandalf, though, right? Well, because he comes exactly when he means to. <laughs> of course, that was the joke. Of course, that was what it was. <laughs> at the dawning of the... Well, he's very sting, because it's always at the dawn of the fourth day. Exactly, yeah. That would be tiring. Gandalf could also ride a horse for hours. Which I believe is his plot in the Two Towers, if anything. I mean, that's all he does. And an eagle. He rides a horse to get other dudes on horses. Yeah. There's a lot of horse play. We never think... Talking earlier, like, you were talking about... Uh, so, like, movies where... Like, the, with the uh, wreck thing. Like, big event happening. What was happening in other areas. Can you imagine a movie about the farriers of Middle-earth? Like, oh, uh, I believe uh, I believe his name was Faramir. Nice, nice. Thank I you. like it. Are you? 
I'm of course actually referring to the people who shoe horses and know not to get them to go away to actually put the shoes on the horses. Because I mean, it would be a lucrative career during the dawn of the third age. It, it, it definitely would be. However, I believe it is a it is a it would be a difficult market to crack. It is a saturated market. There's a lot of farriers in. It's not like now. There were a lot more uh, proportionally to the amount of horses. Generally, I think the percentage of farriers is quite consistent. It's like thatch, like thatch, like thatch. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say thatches, but like I don't want the idea of uh, multiple thatches. Mid- Middle Earth Margaret Thatcher. Well, she, she'd close down the mines for one. Uh, this is true. And, she's you an know. orc. That's it. She's an orc. All those, all those, or a bal- all- she, No, she's a Balrog. All those. Uh... All those goblins, that's where they went after she uh, closed oh. down the mines, wasn't it, Ian? Yep. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I, I held my hands up. I was wrong. You were. I was wrong. Yeah. I got my goblins and my orcs mixed up, and that made me feel like a horribly insensitive person. It is, it is terrible. And we um, at least, you know, at least you didn't call them Urukai. Oh, I know what fucking Urukai is, mate. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of cunt do you think I am? <laughs> Great on the fucking Eisen, mate. Fucking Saruman the White. But he fell, corrupted, surrounded by trees. You done? Yeah. Oops. I'm done. Thanks. Thanks. I, I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> I'm getting married in eight days. It's very stressful. Um, okay, so, Rivendell. We're getting married in Rivendell. Obviously, yeah. famous ringmakers as well. So True. Yeah, that's that's that ticked off. Big tick on that one. So, for this petting zoo and who you're going to ride. Yeah. Uh, we have Legolas, <laughs> yeah. Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords. Uh, yes. I should have pulled up a list. There's not, I mean, like, you know the, the creatures. Are there many nice creatures in Middle-earth? It's just both, the answer to both of those questions is the eagles. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously um, they were probably busy recording Hotel California. <laughs> hey! Or, or perfecting the quarterback snake. <laughs> All that, yeah. So, so I think e- eagles would be method of transport. Yeah, they'd have to be. Is Sam's pony called Bill? Possibly. Bill the pony. Yeah, is Sam's pony in Lord of the Rings? Right. So the petting zoo would just be Bill, and not even just that. The petting zoo is just like a peep show watching Sam pet Bill the pony. That sounds so much more sinister than it actually is. Yup, nub. <laughs> it's it's hopper. It's 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 great. You'd get the, the what, the Shards of Isildur, whatever it is. No, because yeah. Isildur was the dude who had it. Or the, the sword. Uh, yeah, something like Isildur. Ah, Isildur was the fucking guy. Graham, yes, we're going to get this right. I was just correcting your pronunciation. Anduril? Also called the Flame of the West and the Sword Reforged. It was the sword reforged from the shards of Narsil in Rivendell. I love how I mock this while talking about it, but I fucking love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fantastic. As, let's not lie, Graham. As is going to become apparent soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a very, very good choice, to be fair. It, it seems feels quite... Um, obviously, the question... If we're, if we're getting marry if if we're getting married here i mean you you've said it quite a lot so we're just we're just gonna go with it if 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 the <laughs> if, if the wedding is, is at rivendell yeah the assumption is we live in middle earth where would you want to live oh hobbiton second breakfast hobbiton yeah i mean we are basically fucking hobbits aren't we yeah like let's not talking let's of not i mean beat around a bush on that one good parties second breakfast eleven those those fireworks that are basically sentient. 
Yeah, mates with wizards. Pipeweed? Pipe There's a lot of pipeweed. A lot yeah. of pipeweed. Do you also, because I'm not going to lie, I did consider doing it and then I fucked my knee. And though I should, I'm going to try to start running again soon. Nice. Me too. Do you keep getting recommendations of the... Uh, yes. Run to Mordor stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Where, get the things and like the medal has a ring in it and it can go in yeah, like... Yeah. Into all the other ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I have got so close to doing it. <laughs> so if, if I pull the trigger on it, I'll let you know because I think it's cheaper to buy two. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Elves and shit. It's beautiful. And uh, Elrond is officiating and uh, eagles. And the only thing you'd have to make sure is he didn't have Gollum as a ring bearer. Yeah, because he'd want to be... He would want uh, to be, It just yeah. gets a bit fucking awkward, doesn't it? Yeah. So, we are staying in Middle-earth for this one, though <laughs> a different film. So... This, for me, as I said, the food, drink, party, holy trinity of my dream wedding, this, for me, covers kind of like the drink and the the music section of it. Yeah. So what I was actually looking for before I settled on this was like a proper, like, fucking, like, mead hall. Yeah. So, like, a proper, like, old school fucking Viking long haul where you have the long tables and just people drinking and dipping their fucking glasses into barrels of beer and mead and shit. Like, that feels like a hell of a fucking shindig, right? Yeah, what you mean, like, the sort of, like, the themed bar I found for your stag do, because... Exactly that. What a guy. What a fucking guy. But, like, so I, I had a look at a couple, and there was uh, the Beowulf movie, Right. Has a meat hall that kind of fits the criteria. There must Game be one th- in Thor, right? Um, Thor, there, there is, but also... So it, it, I, I was very close to doing Valhalla, Asgard, sorry. Yeah. Because, yeah, there are meat halls in, in, in Asgard. My choice has something that one doesn't have, though, which we will, we will get on to. Okay. Had a look at some of the Game of Thrones castles, but obviously... Weddings and Game of Thrones locations yeah. is a bit of a loaded... I feel like that would be hanging over us at the wedding. Oh, without a doubt. Reigns of Castamere um, strikes up. Even, ex- exactly. Even innocently, and it's all... You know, everyone's rushing for the door. Yeah, so it, 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 so I, I vetoed Westeros. Um, and then I kind of thought, like, right, who who in right. fantasy films... I just like the idea of because a veto is normally like someone else has suggested it, and then you yeah. veto the idea of you vetoing yourself. It, <laughs> talking of Gollum, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you're like, not doing Westeros here, no, but 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 I want to. It's a good they fit the criteria, but no, the Red Wedding in. That's a great fucking episode, though. Yeah. Uh, so I decided against Westeros, and I decided to think, hey. Who in fantasy films likes a drink that would have a mead hall? Mm. And it is clearly the dwarfs from The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So this choice is a bit of a fixer-upper because there is a bit of dragon damage. That's Frozen. It's a very good song from Frozen as well. It's a very good song. Frozen is full of very underrated songs. Yeah. Uh, And Frozen 2. Lost in the Woods is a fucking spot-on power ballad uh, parody. And no one seems to talk about. Is that also what's is that the one that Panic at the Disco cover, or is that the other one? I think that's the other one. I'm not sure. Panic at the Disco. There is someone does cover Lost in the Woods. Panic at the Disco do Into the Woods, Into the Unknown. Right. Weezer do it. Weezer. Yeah, I knew it was 
someone like that. Interesting. It's I'll very good. Very good. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Nice. Nice. So, th- this is a bit of a fixer-upper, uh, because you really wanted to say it again. I, then, it's you? just in my head now. Who's <laughs> a bit of a fixer-upper? <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to club cigarette, because that's the only bit I can remember. So, a bit of dragon damage, but also, some of the dragon damage makes this into a very, very unique and interesting wedding venue. So this you, is... You, really, you probably sound like someone who's trying to flog a really shit wedding venue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, there is some dragon damage, but who else is going to have it? It's unique. Yeah, eh? It's fucking cheap for now. <laughs> but it's also not cheap because, um, you know, the Arkenstone and shit is very fucking expensive. So yeah. this is Erebor. Oh, or nice. the Lonely Mountain. You know who else? Uh, who else likes doing some dragon damage? The Argentinian rugby team. Ian. Oh, you cunt! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a visceral, uncontrolled response there. That that shocked me. I apologize, <laughs> but don't be such a cunt. Um, yeah, no, that did happen. Um, I'm not very happy. I don't like sport anymore. The rugby podcast that I will have coming out soon, though, uh, begs to disagree. But yeah, that was. Do we have to talk about that? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I saw my opportunity and I went for it. Much like that guy who intercepted the pass and put the game oh, out of reach in. You can't again, again. Yeah, that was um, that was fun. That was that was the thing that happened. Might might have been a big part of our ten pike day. That to be fair. <laughs> I'm done. It's okay. Come on. You, you can continue. So Erebor is the city which the Hobbit, uh, the dwarfs in the Hobbit are questing towards. The reason this could be a very interesting wedding venue. Yeah. Post-dragon defeat, obviously. One. So after last weekend. This is after last weekend. Middle Earth 2023. <laughs> Dwarves famously like a drink. Dwarves famously like food. Mm-hmm. There, because of the battle they had with Smaug in whatever the second Hobbit movie was called. The something of Desolation of Smaug? Desolation of Smaug, yeah. The whole floor of an area of it is now gold. Oh, yeah. Like, that's quite a cool fucking ve- wedding venue. The floor literally just being gold. Set up some, like, Mead Hall-style long tables there. And we just drink a load of dwarven ale, get drunk in our dwarven city. It's a, it's a little trumpy. It's it's Trump decor. I, I, it doesn't look tacky though. Like I, I think the way they've done it looks kind of quite cool. It, okay. The other benefit of this, yeah, there's obviously a very famous Tolkien-themed metal band, and if we're in Erebor. I think it's okay to have the band Windrose, who are a metal band famous for their cover of Diggy Diggy Hole, playing the wedding. Great song. They're entirely themed after Lord... Well, they were entirely themed after Middle Earth Dwarfs. They've released a couple of albums that are based on things like that, including a song, I think, called To Erebor. Um, Their latest album is Warhammer-themed. Nice. It's a bit like they're the... um... 
fantasy equivalent of Ice Nine Kills. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I didn't meet weird people at the Windrose gig I went to the other day. So I would have Windrose playing there. So we would have dwarfs and and their axes. Hey, bit of a bit nice, of guitar here before you. Guitars are axes. But also you dwarves know, have axes. It, right? It's fucking amazing. Mm. Fucking amazing. Levels. Unlike Wales against Argentina, am I right? <laughs> so th- we we would have a rock band of dwarfs playing in our gold-floored mead hall. Yeah. Um, I know it wasn't a mead, mead hall in the film, but we're going to set it up as a mead hall. Of course, we're fucking going to... Lots of booze. Bit of a fucking sing-song. You know, we can sing the Misty Mountains, which is a great song. One of I have on repeat when I am driving alone in the car. Because it's fun to sing. And because of course I do that, Graham. Of course I sing along to fucking fantasy songs about um travelling to the Misty Mountains to beat a dragon. It's it's quite a quite an eye opening look into your psyche that that's <laughs> when you're on your I like to think that it's just that that's the only one you listen to just on repeat as well. Okay, right. I'm gonna start listing songs yeah. that I sing solely when I'm alone at the car. So that I can sing them very, very loudly and dramatically. Okay. And I want you to tell me once I am lying. Okay. Okay. So, Misty Mountains, the song from The Hobbit. Yeah. Toss a coin to your Witcher. No, I do that too. Yeah. Gaston. Yeah, no, I'd sing Gaston as loud St- as possible. <laughs> Stars from Les Mis. Okay, keep going. Bye, bye, bye by NSYNC. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say that's the lie because you actually do Dirty Pop. I, I don't do... D- D- Dirty Pop is my is my preferred song, but I do not sing NSYNC. Uh, Other four, I will literally cue them on rotation as soon as I've dropped Alex off somewhere. It's like, and back to stars. Sometimes Master of the House. Right, Confrontation is difficult by yourself, but I sometimes give it a, the old college try. Yeah, you, you know, like a challenge. I... I Anything from Hamilton, I'd add to that list. The problem I have with Hamilton is uh, I you always bite off more than you can chew, you know? This, oh, especially if it's a David Diggs song. Oh, fucking hell. One day I will get guns and ships down. Opportunity for a master and commander joke there, but it's quarter to 11 and I haven't got it in me. That's fair. So, yeah. So, my choice, we are, we are staying in Middle Earth. We are going to Erebor, the kingdom of the dwarfs. We are drinking a fuck ton of dwarven beer um, in great company. There'll be songs. There'll be dancing on a golden floor. And it's also a very, I think, like unique location. I, I don't think there are many wedding venues like that, especially since the Mines of Moria fell. Damn you, Orc Thatcher. <laughs> My final choice. So this one is, um, the, the previous two have been sort of, I guess, more about the... Uh, the natural surroundings and kind of the the visuals and the, the I guess the ambiance, shall we say, of the of the setting. This is more about the I guess the building that is happening in. I think all of the other things still apply because it is in a nice the, the building itself is in a nice setting, um, nice and private as well. But uh, it's Hogwarts in it's Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, which is a a, a big old castle. Nothing says romance like getting married at a school. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly this. Yeah, I, it's a hell of a building. Oh it's... no! Like like 
hilarious banter aside, it's a hell of a fucking building. Yeah, you obviously can arrive either. Well, actually, you you would arrive. Well, there's a few few choices. You could arrive on Hippogriff. You could arrive. Are Hippogriffs the invisible ones? No, they are the Thrukles, something like that. Invisible horses. Harry Potter. Thestrals. I was close. Only people that are going to die? I know, only, I've, only people that have experienced death, death or yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. can see them. No, so Hippogriffs are Buckbeak. Buckbeak was a Hippogriff. Ah, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. So you could arrive on one of those. Um, you could arrive on the little boats yeah. that the uh, first years arrive on, but also bust the majority of the wedding party in on the uh, Hogwarts Express because that's quite cool as well. Yeah. Obviously, the main reception is going to be in the Grand Hall. That can be whatever you want it to be very quickly. There's no no, no farting about with um, wedding planners or getting people in to do the decoration. Flick of Dumbledore's wand. <laughs> He's dead now. A double does not know. Well, actually, he is. Spoiler alert for the sixth book. Oh no! Um, fucking uh, Michael Gambon, Gambon died. Yeah, the other yeah. Day. yeah, yeah. So Sounds. both Dumbledores are dead. No, two two thirds of the Dumbledores are dead because Jude Law is still alive and kicking. He is, yes. And long may he reign. Nice little uh, morbid detail there. I apologize. Uh, uh, yeah. I will stop from from henceforth in this episode at least. I will stop pointing out actors who've died. Okay, that's good. Hagrid? Hagrid's not an actor. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just just mentioning his name for no reason at all. <laughs> Is Ruby Coltrane dead? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. that. Yeah, passed, no, that sorry to be the bearer of bad news there, mate. Yeah. That's a bit sad, though. Is it quite like Ruby Coltrane? Just put a bit of a, bit of a damper on proceedings. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Are we both just trying to think of other Harry Potter actors who are dead? No, I wasn't actually. Okay, I, I, was, I was genuinely having a bit of a moment of reflection for Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, you've really, you've really um, derailed me with that one. Um, great, wonderful place to have it. Uh, easy to, you know, the catering's done fairly easily. You get the guys from the Three Broomsticks in to do the butter beer. You know, you've got. And my original choice for this was the Room of Requirement, which is a very specific part. Oh. I didn't realise oh. you changed it. Yeah, yeah. So I went. So the entirety is Hogwarts, but originally it was going to go just for the room of requirement because obviously it could just be anything. But if you you have Hogwarts anyway, and that's kind of like your big kind of masterpiece facade of a building, but then the room of requirement is absolutely anything you need the wedding to be want it to be for the wedding for the um, for the. Uh, the accommodation for getting home for hangover cures, bans. I mean, it, in theory, it's the unbeatable choice. That would be very useful, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be what, well, you know, the other thing that the room of requirement could be used for is say, if um, a member of your wedding party had flown into an airport that was far too far away from Hogwarts and you thought, oh, I wonder how I can get said member of wedding party to Hogwarts, you know, in less than the nine hours it would take them on public transport. Um, let's see what's in the room of requirement. Oh, look, here's a plane ticket to somewhere that's closer. 
that might be a thing that you might need. It could be. And that, that is a, a very interesting, entirely hypothetical situation <laughs> you have raised. <laughs> yeah, no, the rib requirement would be very, very useful for, I would say, 99% of wedding planning. Yeah. If only, just... there was so- only if there was somewhere that had, I don't know, a whiteboard with a full detailed outline of the wedding that we, we want. <laughs> oh, what's this? Hagrid's dead. I gotta cut that one out. That was too harsh. That was that made me feel bad. It should, yeah, it should. It should. Um, he was in Goldeneye. Hagrid wasn't in Goldeneye. Fairly sure Hagrid was in Goldeneye. He only ever plays Hagrid. <laughs> Special Agent Hagrid has infiltrated Hogwarts. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, was I, that I, Robbie Coltrane? Yes, Cracker. I was sure Robbie Coltrane was Cracker. Yeah, I I would watch a. Uh, he was a detective. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd watch Hagrid being a magic detective. Oh, Hagrid solving <laughs> crimes would be amazing. Because <laughs> he'd kept he'd keep like giving away the things that haven't been released to the public to the police yet, wouldn't he? Be like, oh, I shouldn't have shouldn't have said that. So, Cracker is why the fuck is it called Cracker? Oh, because he's a, he's he's a criminal psychologist. Ah. Uh. Um, I always assumed the name, his character name was Cracker. He plays Dr. Edward Fitz Fitzgerald, who is an alcoholic, chain smoker, obese, sedentary, addicted to gambling, manic, foul-mouthed and sarcastic, yet cerebral and brilliant. There you go. Uh, anyway, Hogwarts. 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 Yeah, lovely place. Looks nice. Lots of transport options. Uh, lots of magical creatures. And as I say, the, the real the real selling point is the room of requirement because essentially your wedding is absolutely anything you need it to be and want it to be. And any, as I say, any uh, hangover cure, full English, mead hall, if you wanted. Essentially, this is the thing of choices for wedding venues. I rest my case. True. The only issue I have is, yes, the room of requirement is great. But unfortunately, the wedding industry is not. So there would end up being like a wedding room of requirement that costs a fucking arm and a leg. Like literally, and every time you go into the room, you lose a limb. Because that feels like what uh, the, the wedding industry budget's like. It, it does, yeah. But because it's magic, that's not, that's, that's not the case, Ian. You don't even need money. Nice. Fucking commies. Are you, are you suggesting wizards are communists? Uh... No, Graham, I, I am saying wizards are communists. If wizards were communists, then Gringotts wouldn't exist. You got me there. Communists are banks. Anyway, room requirement. Bosh, beat that, motherfucker. I will attempt to beat that, Graham, with my final choice. Not the first time you said that. <laughs> oh, he said it about Could fucking you... Argentina. <laughs> no. No, we fucking can't do that, can we? It would be too easy. So, my choice this time is entirely based on food. Glorious food. Glorious, glorious food. So I'm talking about the orphanage from Oliver Twist. (laughs) No, so this is... There's kind of two elements to this. One, the sheer relaxation of staying at this wedding venue. Two, I think this is one of the best depictions of food in cinema. Oh, I remember where it was. Yeah, I, that's that's fair. The other one being Hook. The other one being Hook, which I'm not going to lie, I toyed with. <laughs> My choice is the bathhouse 
from Spirited Away, the animated masterpiece from Studio Ghibli. Before we dive into that, have you seen they've released the Western cast list for the English language dub of the next Studio Ghibli movie? No. I am going to read it to you because it is fucking insane. So it's called The Boy and the Heron, and it is Miyazaki's first English language film in 10 years. The cast includes Christian Bale. Yeah. Dave Bautista. Nice. Gemma Chan. Willem Dafoe. Mark Hamill. Robert Patterson. And Florence fucking Pugh. Damn. Like, I mean... Oh, and Dan Stevens. Nice. Like, it's insane. Like, it's just fucking insane. Um, Anyway... The Bathhouse from Spirited Away is set in... I like all of my notes are now just replaced with lists of cracker episodes. <laughs> so the bath, the Bathhouse is the main uh, location Spirited Away. is owned by a witch, but, you know, what are you going to do? You've got to make sacrifices when you come to a wedding venue. It's a very traditional Japanese building. It is full of weird and wonderful spirits. And, like, what looks like a really relaxing kind of, like, bathhouse spa? Yeah, apart from that the big nameless thing that's trying to eat everything. Apart from him, everything else is quite nice. The three heads are a bit disconcerting as well. The three, I mean, to be fair, a lot of them are disconcerting, but they seem to keep themselves to themselves for the most part. Uh, true. Um, especially if we're paying customers who bought a wedding party there. Like, I feel like they, they might be all right with it. Uh, so this is located uh, on an island in the spirit realm. Uh, realm? Realm? <laughs> it was very whelmed. Uh, so it's located on an island in the spirit realm. It's a traditional Japanese bathhouse. And there are scenes where they are eating and giving people food that are just fucking incredible. Like, And it's across, I think, a lot of Studio Ghibli films. The way that they animate and approach food is insane. Yeah, I've seen a few people that have done like like recreations of actual meals from from studio ghibli films and yeah they they even look tasty in real life as well but yeah so there's uh i i found someone that tried to list so they're, they're like graham said there's a creature in it called no face who at one point goes a bit gluttonous and insane and uh people there's a scene where everyone's bringing him food and someone tried to list all of the food there and yeah. there's there's loads of like sushi platters there's Ikameshi, which is like rice stuffed with or squid stuffed stuffed with rice, okay, um, and soy sauce. Ishiyaki emo, which is a sweet potato roasted on hot stones. A load of like katsu stuff, so that's um, breaded chicken or breaded meat, basically. Yeah, I think I think it tends to be chicken, but yeah, with a curry yeah. curry sauce on it. Yeah, well, no, so it doesn't have to be curry. No, no. So the the katsu it is a katsu curry. Because it is katsu that is curried. Okay. So you can have katsu anything. I I quite like the food in Spirit. I would be happy to be the parents in Spirited Way that turn into the pigs. Yes. Because they're having the best time. Yeah. What a life. They're uh, being fed decent fucking food. Everything seems to be all right. Soup. I've never had a soup dumpling. And I really want to have a soup dumpling. But the soup dumplings that they have just look insane. I've had a custard dumpling which you have to eat very carefully, otherwise you will get burns. It's like the bun house opposite where the Prince Charles Cinema is. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I want to I go there. There's also like apparently a really good Chinese fried chicken place around there as well called like... Oh, really? Friends or something? Oh, yes. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. 
We should, oh, we should, we should. I'm so fucking, it is a, it is 11 and I am fucking hungry. Yeah, we should do that. We've not, we've not, the last time we ate in Chinatown was a very long time ago and it wasn't good to Chinatown. We just bought the, um. I, it depends, it depends what you count as Chinatown. Yeah. As in the area of London that is so, known as Chinatown. So I would say the Speedboat Cafe is Chinatown. Uh, or it's at least one street removed from Chinatown. That's yeah. what I mean. It's 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 Chinatown adjacent. I mean, it but is yeah, Thai the, food. The takeaway Chinese buffet stuff used to... Because I don't think they're there as much now. No. The ones you that you just to... get the, the, the tin foil. It was literally called the China Buffet. Yeah. And you would get the tin foil takeaway thing, and you paid them, and you just loaded it as high as it could go without just falling like over. precariously wandering out and then sitting on the street eating. And there it. was a, there was a strategy. Yeah, squashable stuff at the bottom, load it up with spring rolls and prawn toast just as you're leaving, so they can't stop you. Yeah, and a couple of you just dig the wings in as well, and the ribs like oh, turrets. You know what was great, and this isn't for everyone because this is niche as fuck. Pangs by Hillington Station? That's still there. No, it's not. Yeah? It's I'm like sure a... it is. That's it was, the, it was the only China but the chi- uh, Chinese food buffet I've been to that did chicken balls and aromatic duck. Yeah. So you can get the pancakes. And like I eat myself into like every time I visited there has taken easily six months off my life. It is still there. Yeah. That's mad. That's that's just unlocked many um, many a memory for me because I yeah I, I hadn't thought about pangs in yeah. years. I will I occasionally drive past it on the way to rugby, and every time it's like oh, and it's still like dirt cheap. Yeah, but it is still nice. I fucking love Chinese food. It's the MSG that gets you. Oh yeah, Studio Ghibli is obviously Japanese. Don't get us wrong, we acknowledge that, but we got there via soup dumplings. If people were wondering how we had. Uh, a tangent from uh, a bathhouse in the spiritual realm to uh, an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet on the Met line. <laughs> also, it's like whole barbecue fish, not pangs anymore, we're back to the bathhouse. Um, whole barbecue fish, roast pork, like just fucking everything. And like, if that was your wedding meal, I would be so fucking happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. And I would also say that a lot of the time, like, it's... Wedding meals, unless they particularly stand out, like even if it's nice food, it tends to be one of the more forgettable parts of a wedding because they're always mm. quite similar. You know, some some form of nice meat with some form of nice veg and, and stuff. But most people are already about four or five drinks deep and they're going to continue drinking. And um, yeah, I think something like that does does certainly stand out and. Um, bash you in the face it's just a shame that there's so many ghosts and spirits around and rolling heads and they're not evil ghosts and spirits though they're all like really friendly well yeah but it might be you know might be someone that you you peed off in a past life but they're less they're less ghosts and more like oh look it's the spirit of this forest yeah i suppose it's, it's it's a lake goblin i don't know but it's less like oh shit it's that guy well, the no, the no face, the no face. Yeah, I'm not. I can't even remember what no face actually was. I'm assuming it's a Japanese mythology thing. More than likely, it's such a good film. It is a very good film. It's, it's one of film. the. Uh, I think we spoke about this. Yeah. Recently, and yeah, I'm. It's the first 
I, I showed a chunk of it to, to my son. He's only seven months old, but um, this is where we're going to try and kind of get him into this is yeah. the film I want on seven times in a day if I'm going to have to film on seven times in a day. Yeah. So he sat through the bit with the um, dust sprites and the guy who's yeah. got like the spider arms, who was also eating whilst he's yes. doing all his... Uh... He'd be invited. He looks, he looks great. Yeah, I mean... A lot of fun. Know. Have you seen the stage show? No, because I saw they they did my neighbor Totoro in London. Yeah, so it's they're doing a Spirited Away one now. Oh, cool! But yeah, so like the idea for me would be that because these are again spirits, ghosts, it's a bit more magical. Um, you'd have your sit down meal, but then whenever you're hungry, you would have one of these things pop up with another plate of, I don't know, for you soup dumplings, and the food would just keep coming whenever you needed it. And yeah, that is what I need from a fucking wedding. Yeah. The other thing, the the other reason he would be quite handy being there, no face for you, is because he can can transform mud and dirt into gold, um, so you can just nice pay off have my gold floor. Off, well, you have your gold floor, you pay off the the vendors. Yeah, weddings are expensive. <sighs> Divorces are more expensive. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> So those were our choices. They were. Great. What's the top three of your three, Graham? My top three of my three is um third place I'm gonna go Pandora. Um just because some of the some of the fauna may um be a little disruptive. Plus if you're not going in Navi Avatar form, then you have to wear the re uh, the uh, like oxygen mask things. Second place, I'm gonna go Rivendell, um, because whilst it is clearly very idyllic and uh, beautiful and there's agent smith will marry you it's not as good as hogwarts because a it's a beautiful building b there's all of the wonderful magical creatures and things to, to make it a, a magical day but you have the room of requirement which means technically all of your choices could also be this choice because they could be in the room of requirement and therefore this is the best choice nice Top three of my three. Uh, number three, I think I'm going to go uh, Erebor, uh, just because there is obviously a little bit of uh, legwork for it uh, to get where we want it to be. Um, and also, I think it, it's, I think it should be fine. But obviously, you, you are in a mountain, so there, it, you know, there might be a natural light kind of issue there, and you don't want a wedding to seem a bit dingy. No. Um, and again, I'm uh, Diggy Diggy Hole is 100% on the wedding playlist. So uh, hopefully we get that coming at us and get me drunk enough and I'll regale you all with the Misty Mountain song. Um, two, I am going to go Ewok Village. I think it is a hell of a party. We get lots of yub nubs and it just looks like, yeah, it looks very unique, very rustic, very, very nice for a wedding. And number one, uh, venue and catering supplied by the bathhouse and spirited away because that food is fucking nice nice so the top the, the combined the official top three mm. the podcast nobody asked for yes so out of uh w- what are you feeling i i there, there is no argument against hogwarts being number one um but there is it's a school yeah but also you go to the room requirement Make Hogwarts not a school. Huh, done. That's that's not how that works. Yeah, it does. So. That's, if that's what you need. It's, it's... If what you need for this to be the best wedding ever is for Hogwarts not to be a school, 
you go to the room of requirement and Hogwarts is no longer a school because it gives so you, you go, everything you go, that you want and need. So you go into it, it's just got a load of paperwork on how to like, for want of a better word, deconsecrate Hogwarts. No, it would just be Hogwarts where it's not a school. But then that's going like proper like fucking inception. So like we could Oh, you telling me you don't like now. you don't want something that's meta, Ian? Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> so you're so the Hogwarts inside the room of requirement would also have its own room of requirement. Exactly, yeah. So you could get like back to, to the actual the, Hogwarts if need be. I like to, no, I think it keeps going deeper. Because because you you've said so inside so if you need a Hogwarts that's not a school inside of the room of requirement you're going in there, yeah. and there is an entire Hogwarts that's not a school. Yes. And if there's an entire Hogwarts, there's also a room of requirement in that yeah. Hogwarts. So I like to think that each level you go down, the room of requirement gives like like a shitty like it's a Russian doll. Yeah, but like I thought more like you know when you keep translating things into multiple languages and it keeps coming back really really weird. Yeah. Um, it would be like that. Like it keeps getting it slightly off. Like, but more so and more so, the deeper down into the room of requirements you go. We're not. We're not off. It's it's what we want. We're, nothing's off. It's exactly as it should be. Because so, so we, we look, so Ian, we could I, be eight I, levels. We could be eight levels deep into the Hogwarts room of requirement daisy chain. Is what you're saying? Absolutely. And that and that's preposterous, Graham. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> look, I've the thinged it, and don't be mad about it. Okay, just accept it. Move on. <laughs> Okay, all right, we'll get back to that. So Hogwarts and the bathhouse, I think, are definitely top. Yeah, top two. Well, and also technically, the bath, the bathhouse is part of every everything could be the room of requirement. Yeah, exactly, because that's how that works. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yes, I, and... I, I like you know, I, I do like. Other than other than the fact of having a bath at a wedding is a, is a bit strange. Um, a communal bath, let's say. I will. I will. Oh, I'm no, gonna. I'm having, gonna wash next week. Don't get me wrong. Having a spa at a wedding venue. Yeah, no, that would be nice. It's completely normal. I wouldn't say. I see the bathhouses. Talk about middle class moment of the week. Having a spa at a wedding venue is completely normal. A hotel and spa is an entirely normal wedding venue. It's. I was no. It's, I'm not it's saying we're getting married and fed bar. in a fucking communal bath. And yeah, it is extravagant, but it's my fucking wedding yeah. day, Graham. If I want it to be extravagant, it'll be extravagant. Oh, I'm not saying, but you said it was completely normal, and I'm just letting people know that Ian it's Harry's not, is no longer a man of the people. It's not abnormal. Uh, it depends on your definition of abnormal. Well, let's go to the room of requirement and find out the fucking definition of abnormal. Well, we could, because there, there will be a dictionary. There will be. That would be such a shit. I'd love someone who uses it for really mundane <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, like, oh, I need... Oh, I need a hoover. Avocado. Yeah, shit, yeah. Anyone got an egg? Egg? All right, let's, let's, let's really yeah. remind it. Anyone need this exact amount of sugar? Um, okay, so, so number three seems to be the, the thing which is a bit up in the air. So, do you want the Yub Nub song? Mm-hmm. Or do you want Hugo Weaving in attendance? That seems to be what's coming down to. Well, no, it is which which forest-based wedding location is going to be number three. Yeah, I feel I feel like um, I feel like Rivendell 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 is more of a romantic wedding, and the uh, Ewok Village is more of a um, Dance on the graves of your enemies wedding. Which, and if, if that doesn't say love, 
I don't know what does. Uh, true. Rivendell. To be to be fair, I was very it. Came, I was very close to doing Rivendell. <laughs> it's a very good choice. It's a fucking lovely place. Um. How about Ewok backwards as hell with a K? If 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 you do the uh, syllables backwards, it's uh, Wookie. Yeah. Which is why um, they were called Ewoks because. Originally, it was supposed to happen on on Kashyyyk, but it was uh, obviously an Ewok costume. It's half the price of a Wookiee costume. I'd, I'd, I'd suggest probably even less than half. Okay, how about this? Number one is the bathhouse. Number two is Rivendell. Number three is the Ewok village. But they are all in the room of requirement. That means I get points for all of them. I will I will allow you to have we will call the episode a draw. <laughs> Fair. I would cuz I I like I like the room of requirement thing. Um no, you don't. You, but you I, hate I, that I, I've gone down this route. <laughs> oh no. I um I I respect you for it. Um it's it I have done similar. But I can't get over the fact Hogwarts is a working school. That feels weird to have your wedding. But, you, but the room of requirement Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so my my concession is each of these wedding venues are within the room of requirement. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah, and I get equal points. And, I mean, as with um, my actual wedding, we're forcing people to a Celtic nation. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Endor via Scotland. And on that note, the podcast only asked for top three fictional destination wedding locations. Number three is the Ewok village on the forest moon of Endor, which can be found in the Room of Requirements in Hogwarts. Number two is Rivendell, settlement of the elves from Lord of the Rings, which can be found in the Room of Requirements in Hogwarts. Uh, number one is the bathhouse from Spirited Away, which can be found in the Room of Requirements in Hogwarts. If you agree with our choices, if there's any other um, uh, wedding locations you can think of, if you're listening to this while getting ready for my wedding, tell me. I would be interested in knowing that. You can find us on Instagram at the podcast nobody asked for. You can also become a friend of the podcast over at Patreon at the podcast nobody asked for, where you can get mugs and t-shirts and bonus content and episodes and stuff like that. And generally, we would just fucking love you for it hmm. because it allows us to keep doing it. Make it bigger and better, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to message us on Twitter but you don't know what our handle is, you could go to the room of requirement and it'll be there because you need it. And it's nobody asked for pod with the number four. You can also find us at the same place on Facebook. And we have a website podcast, nobody asked for.co.uk, which has all of the wonderful things that you need to know and not know about us. Um, and all the links and all the things and everything. And I did the room of requirement. It would still be called Twitter. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me a social network that looks like. But would you tron it in the room of requirement if you asked for a social media page? Like, would you go in and it would be a laptop that's showing Twitter, or do you go in and you're just like tron? Oh, I thought. Twitter. Do you know? You know. Okay, we 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 mentioned Alan Partridge twice in this episode. We also said the phrase "tronning it" twice in this episode. Oh, we have, haven't um, we? Yeah. 
Yeah, Tron, Tron it. Why not? Or Tron it. Nice. Um, and wherever you're listening to this, please leave a review. And in your review, write any future episode ideas you may have. We'd appreciate it. Mm. Um, and we'll do the best ones. That's the important part of that. We but also, we will. like reviews. It's fun to see your thoughts. Uh, and that's that. That's that. I'm Again, depending when you're listening to this, I'm now a married man. That's fun. Mm. That's new. Exciting. Congrats. Thanks. No worries, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. We'll send it there, shall we? Let's do that. for this we'll cut just that entire communist tirade out yeah um but i'll leave in the phrase we'll cut that entire communist tirade out so people wonder exactly what the fuck just happened